So once we dismiss with how we're different, we come back to that one place where all humans working toward the same goal. In order to get there, you have to have those uh, courageous conversations and have permission to ask those questions that perhaps some people are uncomfortable uh, in asking or even answering. We have so much that unites us. And so sometimes it takes a little bit of an act of kindness and togetherness to bring that out. And I think that's what America's Table is all about. Hi, everybody. It's Linda. My podcast today is promoting uh, an event that is very near and dear to my heart because it is one that I hope will help bring us closer together in these post-election days, weeks, months, et cetera, um, as we come to grips with the outcome of the presidential election and the divisions that seem to be uh, getting wider and wider in our country. So on September 28th at 8 p.m. on KPRC Channel 2 here in beautiful Houston, Texas, there will be a television special called America's Table, which I have the honor and privilege of executive producing and co-hosting. America's Table is an initiative from the American Jewish Committee, the Houston chapter, and its community of conscience. And my guest today is Dorit Aaron, who is the president of AJC Houston, and James Harris, who is the director of diversity and inclusion and supplier diversity at HEB, which is one of the main sponsors of America's Table. So we're going to talk with them about the mission, why it's important, and they both also share some really poignant personal perspectives on why they feel that this is such an important mission, uh, where we are in our country right now, and how we can move forward together. So enjoy our conversation. Dorit and James, thank you both so much for taking the time to uh, talk with us today. We are in quite a moment. Um, as we are recording this podcast right now, we still don't know who the next president of the United States will be, although we're getting close to finding out. The whole point of America's Table that will be uh, broadcast on KPRC coming up here in a few weeks right after Thanksgiving is to help bring us together. So Dorit, as the, as the president of AJC Houston, um, Tell our audience why, first of all, what America's Table is and why it's so important that that it, it happened at this moment in time. Well, thank you, Linda, first of all, for having us on and for realizing how important this endeavor is to our city. America's Table is a idea that came very naturally from AJC Core Roots, of what's good for one is good for everyone, as we say, e pluribus unum. From one, for many, there's one, which is the way the American Jewish Committee sees its work. It, we can't, we can't survive as Jews. We can't survive as any particular minority if if there is an equality and inclusiveness in the country that we live in. And America's Table is an idea that started with our founding fathers and the people who came here with the Pilgrims. We're giving thanks for what we have, and we have so much to be grateful for. And so we took it on ourselves to say, wait, we are so grateful 
let's include the community for what we're grateful for. And we started the Community of Conscious last year here in Houston, where we brought together faith and ethnic leaders of all kinds to sit together at a table. And what's interesting is if you look back at, at great people who've said great things about this country, Ronald Reagan, I know probably not who you would suspect, said, a great change in America begins at the dinner table. And so we want to have a virtual space, literally and figuratively, for everyone at our table. I, I love that. I, I, I absolutely love that. And so um, when this took place as a live event, you would bring on um, people of different faiths um, to read certain um, inspirational messages, um, also share immigrant stories of how people came here. Um, and, and all of this is going to take place um, as now part of an hour-long television program since we cannot gather in person thanks to COVID. Um, and now that we're going to do this as a television program, of course, want to thank KPRC for donating the airtime and want to thank HEB as a primary sponsor um, of this event. James Harris, HEB is so well known in the Houston community for so many um, endeavors, so many initiatives where it is constantly supporting and giving back. Why did HEB choose to support America's Table and this specific initiative? Well, that's a very good question, but before I, I begin to answer it, I, I too would like to thank you, Linda, for uh, having the forethought to host this. And, and certainly, AJC, uh, Dorit, uh, for you guys for coming up with the idea. It, it's really um, a convergence or confluence of a lot of ideas. HEB uh, has continually uh, been known for uh, great support in the community. Uh, while that's true, it comes with great uh, responsibility. And uh, we kind of see ourselves in the space of food is a great convener. It is an opportunity where people come together to have discussions, to have healthy dialogue. Uh, and have, we all have differences of opinions. And so, but the, the binding agent is food. And so this kind of brings everything together to sit down, have those conversations, have those reflections. So for us, it fits quite a hand in glove inside of what we do from our charitable giving in the community uh, and giving and supporting the community for HEB. It's not just inside the four walls and bringing our customers an unparalleled shopping experience, but long before they come to the store to make that decision to shop brand HEB as a motivating factor and being where they are in the community and engaging in things that are important to them is how we believe is one of the decision-making points of who they choose to shop. So as you as you look at where we are and what's going on, and you know, as I said, you know, right now we're still they're waiting for the the votes to come in from Pennsylvania. I just turned around to look at my at my TV. Um, when you when you think about you know where we are, there's so much um, anxiety and angst right now about how we're going to move forward together as a country. Um, there have been so many divisions, not just um, among friends, but also among family members. And we seem to have um, not been able to find a way to converse with each other when it comes across political divisions. Um, what, what, James, what are, what are your thoughts, particularly as a, as a black man in this country, 
who is in a in a corporate position um obviously you're you know you're doing very well for yourself and for your family and yet you are a black man in america and um the issue of race has certainly come up many times in recent history um as we are grappling with all of this um in the midst of this momentous election i'm curious as to what your thoughts are on a personal level and um and and what kinds of conversations you are having um with your sphere of influence sure thank you for that and you're right i can't divorce myself from the fact that i am an african american a uh, man which is like a, a double whammy as you take a look at the social uh, unrest in the community not just in Houston but in the entire country and so i think um that gives rise for concern uh for me uh for those who look like me i have a, a son and uh so the list goes on so there is an added responsibility a burden to shoulder uh, in this conversation but it's a conversation that nevertheless needs to be had i i believe that many issues in uh, the world today uh whether it be in a professional setting or in your uh business group uh or in your uh sororities fraternities whatever group you're in it really gets down to communication uh unfortunately some people try to divide us by uh there's a protagonist antagonist there's a good guy and a bad guy and in every scenario every movie every story that you read but nothing brings people closer together than having a common enemy and that enemy common enemy is is that we have to come together and the enemy is survival uh in this world we are stronger together uh, than we are apart and so when you take a look at some of the things that we uh, I I've gone through this before where you start talking about uh you intentionally I mean, everything here gets down to intentionality uh you intentionally have a conversation with someone that's different than you and I think it's healthy and so you'll get into based upon your religious your social uh preferences uh or political preferences is where the season right now you talk about so many things that you may differ on but if you continue that conversation you'll end up in a place about the things that you actually can come together on because what we really want each of us is to have a way to earn a honest living to support our families to buy you know the american dream the the, you know, the house and the car and take a trip every now and then again put your kids through college so they too can do better the next generation than what you've done uh to help health benefits so in case you have some long term or short term illness we all want those things so once we dismiss with how we're different we come back to that one place we're all humans working toward the same goal but in order to get there you have to have those uh courageous conversations and have permission to ask those questions that perhaps some people are uncomfortable uh in asking or even answering but we have to get to that place and not about how we're different but how we come together on one one accord ah, i love everything you just said and it is so central to the mission of this podcast our one of our taglines is permission to speak courage to listen So we have to give each other permission to speak and to have the courage to listen. And Dorit, I I know that the the work that that you're doing at at AJC and with America's Table and you talked about it about how the you know the Jewish community cannot survive and thrive unless it embraces all of the communities around it. And it's you know the the bottom line is we are part of the human race. 
And, um, so, and, and you, you talked about just briefly before we even started recording, you talked about when you first came to this country. So tell our audience a little bit about your personal story and how that plays into the work that, that you're doing now at AJC and, and with America's Table. Thank you for that question, Linda, because I think it's, it, it really it really speaks to why I'm here and why this table, this America's Table, is so important and how it literally embodies everything that I believe and everything that I've lived for since I can remember. When I grew up, I was born in Israel. And when I was five and a half years old, my father, who was a general surgeon, was sent to Ethiopia to help with uh, training of the first group of Ethiopian surgeons who came, who were trained in, in Italy. And so we moved to Ethiopia and lived there most of my childhood. And so you can see that my worldview was different than most anyone you know from that point on. And my, my trajectory coming to the United States um, let me even go step for step further back. My father is a Holocaust survivor, and so he survived the Holocaust, where it is the ultimate in racism, the ultimate in the horrific things that humanity can do to humanity. He came to Israel as a refugee. He met my mother, who was already there, and never once had a negative things to say about anyone. Always saw the world as half full and, and potential in it. So it gave me a worldview of what's possible, not, not what's not possible, which is kind of incredible if you think about it. We came to the United States as immigrants, as Jews, and I didn't realize it. No one told me that I was different. So I didn't act like I was different, even though I didn't really know the language. I had a horrible accent. You know, and my mother certainly didn't know the language. My father spoke six languages. He came from the great generation. But we, 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 we lived our life as if we were Americans. We were but very proud of our roots. It never seemed to be in conflict in my mind. It was only in conflict on the things I read and the stories I heard of others. So um, through my whole life, even through my work, my professional work, by the way, is I'm an occupational therapist and I specialize in hand therapy. And I have done much of my work in, in underserved and underdeveloped countries and areas. And all of it is building bridges between communities, between different peoples, with different cultures, different beliefs. And so when I was introduced to AJC, they're nonpartisan, very pluralistic you know, wrap your arms around everyone because ignorance is the biggest enemy. It is everyone's enemy. The minute, you know, somebody said, and I wish I could quote them, or maybe you know who it was, that said, oh, I don't know him. I, you know, I don't like him very much. I should get to know him. And I, yeah. I really believe that. I believe that once you are, it's exactly what Jane said, once we share our humanity, then the, the, the ignorance and the, the fear, maybe it's fear of the unknown, of someone that doesn't look like you, doesn't believe like you, doesn't think like you. But you know what? We all eat. We all love our children. We all love our families. We have so much that unites us. And so sometimes it takes a little bit of an act of kindness and togetherness to bring that out. And I think that's what America's Table is all about. And that's why it speaks so much to me. And that's why my work for AJC feels like a gift to me, 
because that's the idea. The idea is to reach out and touch someone. It's easy to touch someone that's just like you, but it's not so easy to touch someone who's different. And hopefully everybody will come to our America's table, especially since it's going to be on KPRC and so easy to see. Yes, so easy to see. And and I, I love your story. And, and thank you for, for really going into the detail and, and sharing with us your, your family's journey. And, you know, the, the bottom line is, you know, we, we all have a story of how we got here. And, um, and, and James, as you so beautifully said, you know, we all want the same thing. We all want a quality of life and to make a good living and to, you know, contribute and leave this world a better place for our, our children and our grandchildren. Um, when, you know, I got involved with this because, um, uh, your, your sister, Tali, came to me and asked me to co-chair. Um, uh, the America's Table for this year, um, pre-COVID, when we thought it was still going to be a live event. And now, as, as we've been saying, it has turned into this um, hour-long television special that is going to be aired on KPRC. Which, and it's by part the way, of the- Linda, we have you to thank for that. You made lemonade oh. out of lemons. <laughs> so thank you so well, much. Thank you so thank, much. Thank you. I'm I'm excited to uh, to be executive producing and co-hosting it, and you know, it's 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 a passion of mine. This whole topic that we're talking about, um, and I I, I want to share something that I, I took off of your website, um, uh, Dory, the AJC website about the community of conscience for those who really um, want to understand what it is and to join the mission. And I'm I'm going to read what it says here. So it says. For those who believe, as we do, that our liberty and aspirations depend on the noble principles articulated by President Lincoln and defended by generations of brave Americans since the founding of this republic, our call could not be more urgent. We invite all who share our concern for the future of this great country, our appreciation of its fundamental strengths, our conviction that it must overcome its challenges, and our resolve to honor the American spirit to join us in the community of conscience. I don't think those words could be more appropriate on a day like today or at a moment like this when we are testing the very fabric of our democracy and whether and how it will hold. I firmly believe that it will. Our institutions are strong, but it's we the people who make the democracy what it is. And until and unless we find a way to continue to um, be a part of that community of conscience and focus on our, our commonality and what binds us together, you know, we're going to be okay. And, and I, I believe that we will. James, and I, I know that you do too. Yes. You know, it's really interesting. I, I, I listened to um, the read, and certainly the beautiful statement that you read there. It really, it gets down to service. Each of us, we're commissioned to be servants uh, from the biblical aspect. And... I'll, I'll just use this for a brief moment, politics, since we're in this, this season, in this moment, is that when the politicians are elected by the people to serve the people for the benefit of the people, when you exist to serve the role, 
I think you're in great shape. But when you think the role exists to serve you, then it's time to leave the role. And so I, I issue that for all politicians today, remember why you're there uh, is to serve the people, not a particular party, not a particular leader or a particular agenda. If it's not the agenda of the people who elected you to be in that place on the very last. Wow. That is, <laughs> that gave me chills. You know, uh, I think that pretty much, pretty much sums it up. Um, Dorit, what would you like to leave our audience with um, as we wrap up our conversation and um, um, urge them to, to join the community of conscience? I mean, how, how would they go about doing that? Well, I have so much to say. I can't believe that we're ending. But I will say, <laughs> go <that> for it. <laughs> during during our our live show, during our live show on on, I, I believe it's November twenty eighth at eight o'clock on yes. Central Time mm -hmm. uh, on Channel Two KPRC can be streamed. It can be seen in a lot of different ways. Yes. Um, there will be a way to sign up for the uh, Community of Conscience, which will put your name and email into our queue, and you'll start receiving some information, and, and, and we'll, we'll get more information about how to be more involved. But I think, I think for now, I'd like to leave the idea that we should all sit at our own Thanksgiving table. I, I'm sorry that we can't invite anyone to our own table, but there will be a reader that comes along with this America's table. This reader is going to be available to anyone who wants it. It will be distributed to all the HISD schools. There's a beautiful letter with it from our mayor about what it means, what, what we're thankful for, why we should all be sitting together at the table. I urge all the families that are getting together to not only ask everyone what they're grateful for, but maybe take some lines from the reader and read together. Um, and to read together the principles of the community of conscience. I want to read one thing to leave you, to leave you with, okay? Um, join us at the spirit of pluralism as we promote mutual respect, not to mere tolerance as the standard for not not mere tolerance as the standard for enlightened coexistence. Mm. And there's so much here that they can read. So I urge them to get that and join us, whether on their own or with us. Well, and of course, during the, um, um, you know, we're going to be promoting this over the next few weeks on the podcast and, and we'll have in, in our show notes, we'll have links to AJC's website, to HEB, for HEB has got so many wonderful uh, initiatives that it is involved in, not only with this this particular one. So um, uh, our audience will have an opportunity to, to you know, go on the web and, and, and see all the different ways that they can get involved in, in, in just, you know, helping us all be better humans and, uh, and lifting each other up. This is a very contentious time that we're living in. These next few weeks and month are, months are not going to be easy. Um, and while we all uh, want the same things, I think what we have to remember is that, you know, however this election turns out, that there will be an entire other half of the country that is is mourning, you know, the loss that they are experiencing and feeling, and those who are on the other side should reach out, and 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 we need to try to heal our wounds. 
um, we need to try to heal our wounds and find a way to come together. And America's Table is is one way to do that. Dorit, you look like you wanted to say something there. Go for it. Oh, I always look like I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dorit, Aaron, James Harris, thank you both so very much for your leadership and your support of America's Table and the Community of Conscience and uh, wishing you both a wonderful Thanksgiving and holiday season. And um, I will see you soon. So thank you so much and take care. And Linda, on behalf of AJC, thank you so much for all that you've done to make this happen. We so My pleasure. It is my pleasure and my honor. It is my pleasure and my honor. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Again, America's Table is going to air on KPRC-TV Channel 2 here in Houston on Saturday, November 28th at 8 p.m. Central. That's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And if you don't live in the Houston area, not to worry, you will be able to access the stream on click2houston.com. Just go to the show notes for all the links. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Please be safe, be well. Don't forget to give each other permission to speak and have the courage to listen with an open mind. We'll see you next time.